Hi, this is Dr. Tom Vergus, and this is CQ for Global Leaders. You will recall that in an earlier podcast, I spoke about gratitude. And the topic then was discussing the uh, death at that time of Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and how you know his death had really touched me. And I shared with you the steps of gratitude that I had learned from Dr. Martin Seligman. Anyway, I wrote about the topic last month in my newsletter. And the responses that I had was simply phenomenal. Of 14 years of writing newsletters, I have never had the level of response to any article that I have posted. So it made me think about, wow, that must have really hit a nerve. People shared, in fact, some of the things that they did, ways that they maintained uh, their mental health. Some uh, There were many people who shared their ways of, of how they maintained uh, gratitude. And a lot of them also touched on the issue of mental health and loneliness, which was the topic of the newsletter. So therefore, I thought in this podcast, I would actually talk about some of the things that were suggested by the readers as a way of helping you, the leader, the global leader, who is constantly having to manage multiple stakeholders, being very busy, having to make decisions. And as we all know, loneliness is certainly a part of the leadership journey. So how do we maintain our mental state. So here are some of the points that were shared. One was the importance of exercise. Many people spoke about how the one of the ways of how they deal with their mental health issues is actually ensuring that they do some form of exercise, some form of physical movement, getting out and doing something. And that is, in fact, research that shows even if you do an hour a week, that's 60 minutes in the whole week, that it has an impact on your well-being. So exercise was the first thing. The second point that a lot of readers raised was the importance of spending time outdoors. So the importance of natural light, fresh air, because obviously it appeals to a number of other senses that we normally wouldn't get when we are in artificial environments of the office or in our cars or in meeting rooms. So therefore actually making a point of reaching outside. And for those of you who travel, you know, we have spoken about this previously. One of the ways of trying to minimize the impact of jet lag is to get outside in the local surroundings before, you know, while, when we land 
to help us readjust to that. So spending time outdoors was the other point. The third point was around diet. We are what we eat and drink. Many people said that they had done their own levels of research on what were some of the types of food that were useful for them. And I think it would come as no surprise the fact that if you increase the amount of fruit, increase the amount of vegetables, decrease the amount of what I would known as you know, plastic food as such, that that's obviously going to have an impact on your mental health. The fourth point was really prioritizing mindfulness and meditation. Many people said that mindfulness was definitely something that they had incorporated in their lives. So what is mindfulness? Apart from being present to what is happening around you and at the same time to being present what is happening within you. The next point that was raised was the importance of developing interests or hobbies outside of work. So in other words, stretching the things that's important in your life. And this may be a range of things, photography, music, painting, reading. I know someone who wrote to me and said how she had joined a choir about three years ago and the impact that singing on a weekly basis had done for her. I know other people who've said the impact that a hobby like photography has on them. So it's about developing other interests. Point six that was shared was about doing pro bono or volunteer work. Many readers shared that when they were helping people who were less fortunate than them, it took them out of their own headspace and focused on the other. And even though we may be feeling sorry for ourselves, when we are dealing with someone else who is less fortunate than us, it makes us, again, have an appreciation and a higher level of gratitude what, than what we have the seventh point that was raised was about the importance of having a social network. Having friends that you can hang out with, having friends that you can speak to, download, and having an environment that is non-judgmental. Friendship is really important for us to cultivate. And even though we may have lots of friends on Facebook or LinkedIn, what we are talking about here is actually the human connection, the ability to talk over coffee or a glass of wine or share a meal as, you know, or break bread. But that human interaction, that ability to engage in conversations. And of course, finally, for some people, what really made a difference in terms of having gratitude and dealing with mental health was seeking professional help. So sometimes so we may have to see a psychologist or a therapist just to help us so that we can learn some things 
to help us deal with those issues. So those are the eight points that I've put together that came from readers of the newsletter, and I hope that's going to be useful for you. So what's the reflection point for you from this podcast? I would like you to consider what are some of the things that you do to help maintain your level of mental fitness? We talk about physical fitness, but what about mental fitness? And that is very much part of looking after our spiritual health, right? It's about having gratitude. All those eight points we discussed here in the podcast are things that were shared that were part of what people do. I would be really curious to hear from you about what are some of the things that you do that helps you maintain a level of gratitude in the world? What are some of the things that you talk to your teams about around the world that helps them maintain a sense of gratitude? Because as we know, if we have gratitude, then everything seems to work out much better. And as a global leader, isn't that part of our role, helping things be better for our teams? You've been listening to CQ for Global Leaders with me, Dr. Tom Vergus. To find out more, please reach out either via phone, email, or our site, culturalsynergies.com.